And good morning and welcome to the Disney Capital Five Minute Morning Miner. It's Thursday, the 25th of May. It's um, actually, I'm popping down to Cornwall this afternoon for the Long Bank holiday weekend, but I will be doing the Morning Miner tomorrow. But maybe having a look at a few Cornish mines and things whilst I'm down there, certainly talking to the locals about it. Morning, Paul. How are you? Look very well, thank you. Looks like it's preparing for a good weekend, too. It looks like I think it's going to be an excellent weekend i'm really quite looking forward to it anyway let's get cracking and actually there's a few things i do want to talk about this morning that i've seen hopefully you have as well paul and hopefully we'll get the right the right countries where some of these things are taking place as well let's right. start let's start with uh, the lovely george roach and premier african minerals where uh, i think there's uh, sadly been a slight oh not no no not sadly at all um, actually, it's all going pretty well, really. But I mean, the Zulu mines been a project update, hasn't that? Yes, that's right. Uh, they gave an update on the Zulu lithium mine development there in West Zimbabwe, lithium uh, deposits, spodumene and uh, pegmatite. Uh, process plant is fully commissioned and uh, ready to prepare concentrate. The plant supplier has. Uh, indicated his timelines for remedial action to make sure final uh, preparations are uh, able to actually produce that concentrate such that they will have by June the 30th about 1,376 tons of concentrate and targeting uh, July and August at about uh, 11, a little over 1,100 tons per month. And they want to get that into the f third quarter well above uh, 2,500 tons uh, then per month. So that's the kind of the uh, outline that they've uh, presenting to the market here, just uh, how much concentrate they can produce. And if they do get out to those uh, rates of production, they should be go uh, moved into a positive cash flow pretty quickly, given current uh, spot prices. Yeah, I, I said sad because obviously I'm looking at the share price and it's down 21% this morning on the back of this news. And it's fallen really quite sharply from 1p down to 0.6 of a p. Um, it is an incredibly highly traded company, though. I mean, you see billions of shares trading this every day. Um, we're already up to, I can't count the bloody noughts, but I mean, it's it's hundreds of millions of shares traded already. Um, but well, I, I have a lot of time for George. He's, first of all, he's a lovely man, but also he's really bashed away at this and, and made it a success, so well done. Uh, let's move on to a corporate client of VSA Capital and one where we really, really rate the management in the gold space, uh, Prime Mining on the TSX pool. Yes, that's right. Uh, Prime Mining put out some more drill results uh, here for their Los Reyes Gold Silver um, exploration program uh, there in Mexico. Extending some of the mineral zones, specifically down dip uh, on current pit shells is what these latest numbers are showing. And specifically, uh, it's showing uh, in one of those ZT zones, which is on the western side of the known resources uh, among the, the modeled shells and down on the southern portion of those. It's showing that the uh, mineralization is extending at high grade below the pit bottoms in the resource estimate. So particularly uh, hole 64, which is showing uh, really good grades. And uh, I'm personally waiting on uh, what they showed in the cross-section is hole 69, which was where the assays were await, but that's another 70 meters uh, down below 64. So uh, 
that would indicate that if there is also high grade in that area, then there's a high grade shoot there that will ultimately be probably developed or the future underground production as well. Okay, now I think yesterday, Paul, you went and had lunch with the resident, you, the South African chrome and PGM miner. Yes, that's right. Uh, trying to essentially to uh, keep uh, the interest in the uh, firm uh, on its performance that was a little bit uh, below uh, hoped for in this uh, last interim period. And at the same time, we're looking at a stock market in uh, uh, South Africa itself, where it's also listed, where the overall market is down 20% in the last 30 days. So there's definitely some uh, uh, bolstering of the story being uh, attempted here in the roadshow they're doing. Um, they did announce something pretty interesting that they are going to uh, uh, try to deploy uh, redox uh, flow battery uh, technology into their operations with a small pilot scale. Uh, one to be deployed uh, at the existing mine in South Africa. And if it, it proves uh, commercially viable, then uh, they would go with a full 30 megawatt facility for their new uh, Carroll mine uh, development in Zimbabwe. They are pointing out that uh, as well that at the current time, they would think that Zimbabwe might be a better investment than South Africa uh, as far as the perception of investors are concerned. But uh, we'll see as things progress. That tells you about the stage of South Africa, doesn't it, where the market has been falling out of bed. Interesting enough on their, their flow battery, they, they are looking to use, I believe, a, a ferrochrome flow battery. Um, obviously, the ones we like are the vanadium flow batteries. There are an awful lot of different types of flow batteries. Uh, not easy. Uh, ferrochrome yet still to be sort of commercialized, but uh, we'll watch with interest, I think, fair to say, Paul. And South Africa being a really significant global producer of both chrome and vanadium. So you would hope that uh, South Africa as a country would develop a really significant flow battery manufacturing sector going forward as well. Well, you need to talk to uh, Fortune uh, at Bushveld on that because obviously he's very key in his relationship with Mustang Energy. Uh, they're sort of leading the charge in South Africa, I think. But anyway, we'll watch with Theresa with a lot of interest. Um, OK, let's keep going. Uh, maybe worth a little bit of a mention. Um, we had results, didn't we, by the AIM quoted Phoenix Copper, which actually is in Idaho. Just that you yes, know where that's... I think you knew where that was anyway, but it is in yeah, Idaho. I know. I've, I've actually been to that property in a past life, so <laughs> so yes, I know where that particular empire mine is in Idaho. There, it's in central Idaho. Uh, they did invest about thirty-three million dollars uh, last year. They published their year-end results uh, today, and. Uh, Group loss for the period came in at, uh, at about $1.6 million, which is an increase uh, from uh, roughly $950,000 last year. And end of the year cash balance, not too bad, $4.7 million. And they did publish an inaugural sustainability report during the period as well. They will hold their AGM in, on June the 8th uh, here in London. Good. Anything else you want to quickly mention or should we call it though? 
No, really do want to mention this uh, discovery here by Max Resources, the TSX listed uh, explorer for sediment hosted uh, stratigraphic copper occurrences uh, in a big project called Cesar uh, they have down in Colombia. Their latest discovery is the furthest north yet along the uh, stratigraphic uh, trend of this red bed copper mineralization. AM7 discovery, they have uh, several percent of copper, which is shown over uh, thicknesses between 0.3 and 2 meters and over a stretch of 1,600 meters now. And the importance of this is not only the grade and the, the fact that this is a number of different district size occurrences in this stratigraphic 10 that they control, it's that this is so very close now to the coast in Colombia that any development for uh, defined resources should be relatively simple at this point. Sounds very good. Okay, let's call it a day there and we'll speak tomorrow and I'll be speaking from Cornwall. Very good, see you then.